You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business Podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephaniewynn.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and Let's Talk Business. are back. We are back for another episode of the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host. And listen, y'all, we are in the month of October and I have an amazing guest for the podcast today. And so before we get into our guest and the introduction, as you all know, I like to talk about, you know, that mindset before you venture off on any um, business or if you're doing personal development, it starts with the renewing of your mind. And so what's the renewing of your mind? It is having a growth mindset. What is a growth mindset? That is a person who looks to succeed. They never give up. They keep going. They look at others and they're, they look, look at others and that is their driving force, right? They don't give up and they help others while they're going through the process of getting their business started or getting personal development. They just look to help others while they're going through this journey, right? So remember, this is our journey is is truly a journey. It's not a destination. And I want you all to really, really, really think about having that mindset when it is time for you to start your business or write the book or build the brand. Don't want to have a fixed mindset. And what is that? That is the person who self-sabotages everything. They complain. They say success hasn't happened for them. They're, they they just self-sabotage everything and they give up easily, right? So we have a growth mindset here on the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Win podcast. So without further ado, I am going to introduce our next guest. It is the lovely Kim Smith. She is the founder of KY Smith Coaching Solutions, a certified empowerment coach, philanthropist, motivational speaker, and a breast cancer warrior. Let me tell you something. Kim Mission is focused on helping women overcome life's obstacles and understand their identity and then tap into their true power by removing the negative thoughts of a confined mindset. Kim is a Virginia native. And she also has experience with educating and empowering incarcerated women at the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center in Fairfax, Virginia, and the Prince William Adult Detention Center in Manassas, Virginia. Kim also holds a Master's of Science and Human Resources Management and a Bachelor's Degree in Business Management. She's also a certified Real Colors and Crossroads facilitator trained to deliver evidence-based Cognitive Behavior Change Curriculums presented by the American Probation and Parole Association, right? So listen, we have an educated Black woman in the building. I'm super excited. 
to do this interview today because Kim is, first of all, she's she put the R on being resilient, right? So at some point on our journeys, we've all had to go through some type of difficult challenge in our life, right? But Kim is truly a resilient person who has overcome obstacles. And we're going to talk about her journey, um, the challenges that she faced along her journey, and we're going to introduce her now. Kim, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on and being a guest today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So Kim, let me ask you this question. Like, I know you're in your bio, it says you're a breast cancer warrior. And I want everybody to think about that. She's a warrior, y'all. Like she has fought this thing and she's overcome. She's she's here. She's on this podcast to talk about her story. So, Kim, let's talk about the diagnosis. Like when were you diagnosed with breast cancer and how did you get through that challenging moment? I was diagnosed with breast cancer uh, about 14 years ago at the age of 38. Um, my, I always had cystic breasts, but they're always been uh, benign cysts. And so at the age of 38, it was just another cyst to me or so I thought. And when I went and had it, uh, had it checked out, I was told that it was the very, very beginning stages of uh, breast cancer, which they call non-invasive. And it was non-invasive because it hadn't had an opportunity to spread outside of the uh, breast ducts where it was located at the time um, because I did catch it early. So I was very, very uh, blessed to have caught that early in the early stages on before it had an opportunity to spread outside of the breast ducts. Yes. Wow, that is amazing. So 14 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one thing that I didn't mention, y'all, like Kim is the founder of Keep It Moving nonprofit organization where she empowers and motivates women who are have been incarcerated. And so her goal is to help those women in a way that, you know, where we could change the narrative on that community because... I just feel like they don't get enough help, right? Um, after they get out of um, prison or, you know, jail, you know, it's like they throw them back into society and then what? Like, what do they do? Do they have options? Do they have resources? Like, can can we help them help themselves, right? So, Kim, let's talk about your nonprofit. Like, what, what was the diagnosis a reason why you started with the nonprofit? What, what made you get into entrepreneurship? Actually, my diagnosis had had uh, nothing to do with it at the time. Um, my my goal was to empower these ladies and give them the resources that they needed once they were pre-released. You know, and like you said at the beginning of the show, uh, your mindset is is you know it's a powerful thing, and not everyone you know mindset has changed unfortunately, after being incarcerated, but then those are the, uh, you know, the women that mindset has changed um, because they don't want to be locked up any longer. But, you know, when they're released on the outside, they really are not given the proper tools to learn how to be legal. And so when they, when they are struggling out here, you know, and, and if, if you, you know, think about it, if you don't have any money, 
what are you going to do to get it? Nine times out of 10, it's not going to be something legal. If you've been locked up, you know, you already have this, this stigma on your record and 99.9% of us judge them. So, you know, when we're judged at that point, then, you know, we're like, well, why not? Why not just, you know, what we call recidivate? And and so my purpose was to um, give them the proper tools so once they are pre-released, we can prevent that recidivism rates, right? Because now they they have learned tools, whether that may be going back to school or getting housing, most importantly, uh, employment. And then, you know, what I found was working with these women is a lot of them have children that have been um, taken away from them by family members or they're in the system, you know. Um, so, you know, when they when they're released, they're they're trying to do anything all, all at one time. They're trying to do anything just to have a roof under their head. And that can be stealing, robbing, you know, prostitution, whatever the case may be. They are just not thinking that I need to get out here and learn the proper resources so that, you know, I won't go back to jail. But unfortunately, a lot of them, that's pretty much their life. But, you know, for the ones that I am able to reach, I feel that I've done my job. And, you know, I was doing this before before the pandemic hit. And so when the pandemic hit, it stopped a lot of visitation and volunteerism inside the prisons because everything was locked down. And now, you know, uh, a lot of us have time on our hands. So I was like, let me, you know, I started researching this coaching thing. I was like, what is that? And so when I started researching it and I wanted to become a life, uh, a life coach, pretty much the things that I've already done, you know, before uh, the pandemic hit, I've already had that experience, but I didn't have that, that, that paper, that certification. So I, I, you know, took it upon myself to do that and go and get certified and uh, as being a life coach. And, and then, you know, as you touched on a little bit, uh, my, my journey, you know, uh, my, my breast cancer journey. And so I don't know if everyone knows that, you know, Stephanie was my coach. Um, she was my coach and she has, you know, she's part of the reason why, where I am today. And I know one thing you always said to me, Stephanie, is, you know, Kim, you got to tell your story. People need to hear your story. These women need to hear how you, you know, how you overcame that. What did you do? They want to hear that. And so, uh, Stephanie was the one to really empower me to, you know, start sharing my story. And with that, you know, I had my coaching certification. So uh, I kind of like switched over my niche because my niche was to help, you know, these post-release ladies coming out of prison. So um, I kind of, you know, switched my niche. Um, Don't get me wrong. My nonprofit is still the baby of of my journey because that's what I started. But um, Telling my story as a breast cancer warrior, I have begun to realize that, you know, how it can help other other women. And because I have never really spoke about uh, my breast cancer journey, I remember when I first did sat down and tried to do a YouTube video and, and, and tell a little bits and pieces of my story, I was 
like very emotional and I couldn't understand where was that coming from. And, you know, it's, I I later realized that it's because I never really spoke about it because when it was happening, all I was interested in doing is just finding a way to get well. You know, that's the first thing I said to my doctor, okay, what do I need to do? I didn't, I wasn't interested in how I got it, you know, because I didn't know my family history. And so I just wanted to know how could I get rid of it and went through the motions of becoming well and, and, and healthy. And then later on, because of those, those certain things that I didn't address back then, now when I talk about it, well, not now, but when I was talking about it, I would get so very emotional and I just couldn't understand that. And as time went past and by, you know, um, the more I talked about it, the more I got used to, you know, hearing myself talk about it. And it's just something that now I'm, I'm really comfortable with it because I feel that it really brings value to ladies out here who are actually going through that. So, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, want to keep encouraging women to, you know, um, hear, you know, the stories of breast care breast cancer uh, warriors out here and survivors and how they survive and how I survive is now by helping others. Like I give my energy back to the community and learn how to, um, you know, if I see that it's helping other women, then to me, my job is done. I'm feeling fulfilled, valued. So, yeah. That is awesome because, you know, it's through our adversity is how we come out a different person, right? We become, we turn into this person, this other person that maybe in the beginning we thought that, okay, I wanted to do this, this, and this. Like you said, your nonprofit is your baby is still there. Like I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And so my goal is to impact um, women who look like me, who are either underinsured or um, they don't have any insurance to get their medications, right? Or maybe they don't qualify for a government program. But my goal is to help them help themselves by um, starting their business. Um, First of all, getting healthy. Like you said, health is wealth. I don't care what nobody say. Your health is number one. Like if you're not healthy, nothing else matters. Nothing else is like you can't be anything to nobody unhealthy. Um, You can't. um, And so. I'm excited that you are here, Kim, because that's an amazing testimony that you want to empower these women. You want to give back. And I think there are a lot of women who may be listening to this podcast who may have experienced or had a loved one go through breast cancer. At some point, everyone has experienced somebody, a friend, family member, cousin, aunt, um, grandmother, someone, my grandmother passed away from breast cancer and it was um, just a lack of knowledge, the lack of knowledge, knowing that um, these resources was out here to help her. I think if she had known that um, she needed to get her breast checked or had the mindset, because remember, we're talking about a lot of elderly people don't feel like they need to go and get, not all, but some, they feel like they don't need to come go and get a breast exam. So what are your thoughts on um, once you were diagnosed? Now you you're here. Was it challenging for you being an entrepreneur? Like, it was the was it a challenge for you to figure out like what you wanted to do in your business? It was um, because 
I was looking, you know, looking into different options as to how, you know, I could bring my coaching business back to my nonprofit business and, you know, trying to figure that out. uh, Okay, how am I going to interact with these ladies um, now that I'm not going inside the the prisons? How can I interact with them once they're, uh, you know, post-released? And so, you know, it, it was it was tough trying to, you know, niche it down. And then, you know, when I started talking to, um, you know, uh, Miss Miss Wynn as my coach, um, you know, we 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 started talking about my journey. And now I know people, you know, women who have been in prison have. Uh, you know, some have dealt with breast cancer, some may be going through it, and some have family history of it. And, you know, it's everyone knows someone who has been through this one way or the other. And so that's, that is how I was able to niche down, you know, okay, I already knew women. And now, you know, we're talking about, uh, I'll say a certain age range of women, uh, I'll, I'll say like 21 on up. Because stats are are saying that the older you get, the more likely you are to get um, be diagnosed with breast cancer. And for the African American community, um, the 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 white white women get breast cancer. Uh, white women suffer from uh, breast cancer evasiveness more than black women. But the key is African American women are the ones who die from it at a higher rate than the white women. Why? Because we don't get our mammograms when we should. We don't, we don't get our checkups when we should. You know, um, if I had not found that lump in my breast, I probably wouldn't have went and had a mammogram anytime soon. And then when it was time to have one, now I'm hearing some really, you know, unfortunate news that I'm in, you know, in stages of it. And now that is, you know, more detrimental to my health. So, you know, and I say that to say African-American women, women of color, not just African-American women, women of color do not um, get their proper mammograms when we should. And that is very important. And to, you know, it saves our lives. So, um, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time when I'm when I'm speaking and when I'm talking on my social media platforms, let's practice doing self self-breast examinations at home. That's where it starts. If you don't know how to do it, okay, well, I explain how to do it. It's just really simple. And you'll see also on my on social media platforms where I'm saying arms up. That is just, you know, a way of saying, let's put our arms up and start doing these breast examinations, you know, before we get in the shower tub. And it only takes like once a month, but let's be consistent with it because the earlier, again, the earlier we catch it, the, you know, the better the chances of us living. And so um, I just, you know, I'm just really, I'm really, I'm really a stickler with that now. And, and that has helped me to really niche down what, you know, what I want to do with my coaching business. And then at the end of the day, it's always going to bring me back around to my nonprofit ladies, you know, um, somehow, because <laughs> I know I will be speaking with them. Um, I, I, I miss going and speaking with them inside the prisons. But, you know, this is why I wanted to become a, a certified life coach so that I can talk about, you know, 
the awareness of breast cancer. And I'm learning along the way as well, because, you know, I, I never really understood, um, you know, where this, where this breast cancer came from. But I had to learn my family history and I asked questions, you know, wh- where did this come from? It, it, it didn't come from my mom's side. So it came from my father's side. So, you know, let me go. Let me go speak to my aunts to see what's going on here. And they gave me light to a lot of things. So a lot of things that I went through, they already been through it. So I was like, wow, OK, well, what, what does that look like? And and and, you know, so now I understand where it came from my family history. You have to understand your family history. And that allowed me to have my uh, double mastectomy that I had um, back in 2005, a uh, double mastectomy with breast reconstruction. That allowed me to have that because of my family history was so high, you know, I was able to have my breast removed. So later on down the road, I wouldn't have to worry about any strange lumps and bumps, you know, in my breast. So... Yes, I, I, I love what I'm doing, you know, and, and I'm glad that <laughs> my coach, you know, um, you know, told me that, that, that that's what I should do. Um, I'm very, very glad I did that. And again, you know, I'm, I'm still learning about this, this disease, you know, but um, the more I learn, the more I can speak on it. And it's something that I can tell. I don't have to rehearse it. I can just speak about it because it's my story, my journey, right? <laughs> And that's that's the key. That's the beautiful thing of like the diagnosis does not have to define or validate who you are. Right. You can live like you like you can. You said you, your goal was to get healthy again, because if you're not healthy, you can't you can't coach the women. You can't be there for them. You can't empower them. And so, again, we have to take it, take our life serious and we got to go get those exams. Y'all like we got to go get those mammograms. Get them in time before it's too late. Like we don't have to wait. It's technology has evolved so much. I remember like, I don't even think like back in the day, like in the eighties, I don't even remember my grandmother going to get a mammogram. Right. So I'm just super excited that you're here. So Kim, where can, if, if someone wants to, um, let's talk about your coaching. Like what type of coaching do you offer? Do you provide? Is it um, motivational? Is it empowerment? What what sets your business, KY Smith Coaching Solutions, apart? Well, I, I offer uh, uh, life coaching in general, but mostly empowerment, empowerment coaching, um, motivational coaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, each client is different, you know. So when when you assess the client and they tell you their story, then you can, you know, come up with a um, a, a, a personal, you know, uh, package to offer them. But um, so, you know, my coach is more one-on-one coach. Um, I, I, I will do uh, group coaching as well. And um, I would love to do motivational, more motivational speaking. But my, my coaching uh, ethics is, is one-on-one, whether it may be via Zoom or phone call. I have a client that I just uh, just finished up uh, my four-week package, and um, we did it. All right. Something happened, technical issues with Kim. We're going to wait for her to pop back in. But that is, I mean, she is a true warrior. And listen, y'all, like women, we got to get out here and do these mammograms. Kim is an empowerment coach. She was explaining what she offer 
her um, her services are phenomenal. She coaches um, women who, you know, to empower them to change their mindset, right? To give them hope for um, and help them with um, building confidence in themselves. And I think that is so amazing because considering what she's gone through on her journey, um, she definitely can help you all. So Kim, welcome back. Um, <laughs> I just went on here with it. So <laughs> that's okay. So, um, I was just explaining to the audience, like your type of coaching um, that you have, like you have empowerment coaching and you also have availability for, let's just say you are suffering. You're, you've just recently got the diagnosis of breast cancer. Um, Kim, she's open to coaching you, you know, if you, to get you through this process, because again, everyone needs someone to help them get. Yes. And you know, Stephanie, the, the, the strange thing about it is, um, you know, while I was going through my, my breast cancer journey, um, I fell into depression and that depression stemmed from, I think, me not really taking the time to understand what my body is going through. And I just wanted to hurry up and, and get and get well. But it was a process. It was a it was a very uh long, <laughs> exaggerating, painful process. And it 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 put me into a state of depression because I guess I was impatient. I was ready to get back with my life. And even though I had opt out, you know, for the chemo radiation and um, I, I chose the double mastectomy uh, and breast reconstruction surgery. So that's two surgeries in one because you have in the surgery to remove the um, breast tissue that the cancer cells were located in. And then that's leaving you more so flat chested, Right. And then I opt to have the reconstruction uh, breast surgery, which means they rebuild the breast. And so, you know, that was like two surgeries and one. And after I, you know, had the surgery, I was, you know, just trying to, I was trying to rush the process. I, I was being very impatient. But later on down the road, after it was all said and done, um, of course, I came out of the depression. But it, it taught me a very valuable lesson. When you ladies out there that may be going through this and experiencing the same thing, that the, the uh, double mastectomy, breast reconstruction surgery, you all know what I'm talking about. It's a process. And sometimes we have to put our life on hold before we experience other things. But while you're putting your life on hold, do some journaling, you know, make some goals. What am I going to do when I come out of this? What is my life going to look like? Am I going to eat healthier, exercise more? You know, like write all this stuff down and journal it. I, I keep a journal and I write down everything. I, I didn't journal it at the time, but now I journal everything. And so when you're done with this process and, and you are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, this is what you can do. Now you have a goal and, and, and into place. You know, you have a strategy of how you're going to continue with your life. Um, you know, that, that may be speaking to a, a, a counselor, a coach. I coach you. Get in contact with me. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know, you're hearing it from someone who actually went through it. So when you ask me those questions about it, I know how to answer those questions. If I don't, 
then, you know, I'll, hopefully I can get back with you. But I am a, a, you know, a warrior of that. So I know exactly what you're going through. So sometimes we may need someone that can help us, you know, get us on the right track and just help us flow through flow through the process because it is a process. It definitely is a process. And, you know, we just definitely have to reach out to people that can really help us get through that tough, difficult time. Um, Kim, this has really been a good interview. Um, during the, during this week, like every week I always ask my, um, I give three business tip takeaways. What would be one, three tips that you can give, you know, entrepreneurs about, you know, pushing through challenging times in their business? What's three tips? Well, first of all, and, you know, I always say this too as well, your mindset. You have to have the mindset to um, even start your business, um, you know, because it goes beyond just starting a business just to say I have a business. You have to start this business and be active in the business. Um, secondly, be passionate about what it is that you're doing in the business. I would not be coaching <laughs> women if I could care less about that. I would not be speaking on my journey, you know, if I could care less about that. So you have to be passionate about what it is that you're doing in your business because your clients will know, you know, if it's if it's fluff or are you authentic, you know, and, and I'm 100% authentic, you know, you, hey, I'm just, you know, you, you can ask me anything, but, you know, and, and, and thirdly, I would say, um, sometimes coaches need coaching, you know, um, I know I would never have been able to pull this off, this coaching business off without a coach myself, because I had no clue of what to do. This is totally different from when I started my nonprofit. It's just, you know, this is a for-profit. And so now you're, you know, you're generating funding and money and you have to know how to correctly allocate that money because when tax time comes, you better have your stuff together or they will come after you. So, you know, the the business mindset, you have to have a business mindset all together. But if that mindset from the beginning is not there, then you know, it's 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 gonna be tough, you know. So that those are the three takeaways I always say with mindset being the number one, because if the mind isn't right and and for a while my mind wasn't right. I wanted to do this, but my mind wasn't right. And so it was a struggle trying to teach and help others because my mind wasn't there. But when you get that mind frame and that mindset, you can do anything. That is so true. Like, did you guys get that business tip takeaways? Like you have to have the mindset, right? And you have to be ready to do business. Like, and you need to get you a coach if you need if you need a coach, like we coaches need coaches. Uh And, um, like Kim said, like your mindset has to shit. You have to change the way you think, right? We have to do that more for more so now than ever before. And so Kim, how can the people reach out to you if they want to sign up for a coaching, a consultation, where can they go? Where can they find you? Give them your, um, contact information. Okay. Um, you can find me on my website at kysmithcoaching.com. You can go on there and um, book a clarity call and, uh, you know, schedule an appointment to 
to talk to me and I will get back with you. I'm also on um, social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter and all across the board is KySmithCoachingSolutions.com across the board. So anywhere on those social media platforms, you put in KySmithCoachingSolutions.com. Dot com, you will be able to reach me. I also have a private Facebook page called Stellars by default, S-T-E-L-L-A-R-S by default. And that's just the private um, Facebook page where you can go and share your um, inspiration, you know, motivational thoughts and your journeys, your your tribulations, you know, just empower other women. And um, what else? So, and I'm also working on a journal and a planner for breast cancer patients. Uh, it's, it's something like a, a monthly, you know, planner that we buy from the store, a calendar type, but this is more, more, more than that. Um, it's going to keep track of your doctor's appointments, your, your the addresses. Uh, it's going to have daily affirmations, uh, eating, good eating habits and, you know, things of that nature. So I'm working on that right now. Um, hopefully I have that out by the spring of next year. So those are the things I'm working on. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So listen, so you can go to Kim, you can visit her website and I'll put the link in the, the description. It's kysmithcoaching.com. That's her website. If you need to follow her on social media, it's Smith Coaching Solutions, right Kim? Yes. On LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook. So again, Kim, thank you so much for coming in, tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast. This is the part of the show that I want to, um, you said something, Kim, that you're you're writing a planner and a journal for, um, that's the next step with the KY Smith coaching. So you're get, getting this journal and planner for the breast cancer uh, women so that they can, you know, have this to go through this journey, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the part of the show that I like to talk about the ships, right? At some point on your entrepreneurship journey, entrepreneurship journey, you will encounter many ships relationships, partnerships, uh, companionships, friendships, right? But whatever ship you choose, make sure that your ship is solid. And what do I mean that for the purposes of this episode? I mean that make sure that you have a support system that can help you with your ship while you're, whether you're, whether the diagnosis was bad or it's, it's, it's not good, or you're starting the business and you're building the business, make sure you have a solid team of people who can help support you along this journey. Because remember, being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, it is a journey, not a destination. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn. I also want to let you all know that if you're interested in writing your book or you need tips on how to write and publish a book, grab the freebie. It's a checklist of um, it's eight tips on how to publish and write your book. And if you have any questions for Kim, our guest this week, go to KySmithCoaching.com. I think I said that right, Kim, did I? Yes. yes it's KySmithCoaching, Smith, S-M-I-T-H, coaching.com. I'll also put the link in the description as well. Kim, thank you so much. This will conclude our episode. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you.
thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.